Welcome to Book Bistro, where book enthusiasts come to chat about the books they love in a warm and supportive environment. Today is Wednesday, January 16th, 2019, and Shannon and I'm here with Stacy, Natalia, and Jen to talk about the books we are looking forward to in the month of February. Hey, everybody. Hello. 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 Are we all ready to talk about February books? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Because there are a ton of them. It took me a long time to like narrow down the ones that I actually want to talk about. I kept changing my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about it. Yeah. So before we do that, I just want to remind people that you can find us on Facebook by searching Book Bistro Podcast. You can like and or follow the page. You can ask to join our Facebook group. And if you want to get a hold of us for any reason, you can do that via Facebook. Or you can send us an email to thebookbistropodcast at gmail.com and someone will get back to you. Um, I think... That's all of the housekeeping stuff I have. It's pretty low-key. So I will start off with February picks, and then Jen, Natalia, and Stacy will finish it off. Um, we each have selected four books that we are looking forward to coming out during the month of February, so we will tell you what they are. And my first pick is The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides. And this is a very, very twisty thriller that comes out on February 5th. And it is the story of a woman who killed her husband. (gasps) But after she killed her husband, she is refusing to speak, which is nothing to say. Some people wonder if she even like is capable of speaking. Several years after the murder, this woman is living in a psychiatric hospital and a new therapist comes on staff and he is determined to kind of crack the case. He wants to, he says he wants to heal her to help her like come to terms with, with what she did. But you kind of get the impression that he perhaps has another motive for working with this particular patient. I was lucky enough to read an early copy of this, and it is so, so great. I love it. I want everyone to read it and be afraid, like I was. (laughs) Be afraid. (laughs) Yes. So this, again, is The Silent Patient, and it is by Alex Michaelides, and it comes out on February 5th. So the first book that I'm going to talk about is I Invited Her In by Adele Parks. And this book also comes out on February 5th. That's a very popular take. I actually have two books that come out on that date. And this book centers around Abby and Mel, and they were really good friends back in college. But then uh, Mel, I almost called her Adele, (laughs) Mel um, gets pregnant and has to drop out of college. But she gets herself together. She's raising her son on her own. And she meets this really great guy called Ben. And they get married. They eventually have two girls of their own. And they have a really solid relationship. Meanwhile, Abby has gone off to L.A. They're originally in England. 
has gone off to LA to follow this guy and they live a very partying lifestyle full of indulgences and it just does not work out well for her. So she goes back to England and looks Mel up and approaches her ostensibly to rekindle their friendship and to kind of have a place to regroup a sounding board, if you will, a friendly shoulder to cry on and have a glass of wine with and, you know, hang out with somebody who used to be a really good friend of hers. But is that all she's looking for? So she inserts herself very firmly into Mel's happy, positive existence and things go very much awry because the tagline is, tagline is, I invited her in and she took everything. So this dun, is dun, dun. To be, yes, very much so, yeah. So this, this looks really great. It is called I Invited Her In by Adele Parks and it is coming out on February 5th. Can't wait. Yes. Looks so good. Looks so good. Well, speaking of thrillers, the first book I'm going to talk about, I know it's a weird order, right? I'm not last today. <laughs> it is my favorite, 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 most anticipated book of February, Connections in Death by J.D. Robb. This is book what 48 is that where we're at something like that i was gonna say 10 million and two yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in book 48 and now if there's a series that could have 50 books and you don't get tired of and you love it it is this one at least i don't get tired of it because what's so cool about the series is that every book is a mystery every book is a different mystery and while they can be read uh, alone I would encourage you, if you haven't picked them up, to start in the beginning so that you can understand and see the growth and connection of characters. I love growth and connection of characters, so I read everything in order that I possibly can. And the first book is called Naked and Death, but we'll talk about connections since they're standalone novels. This book is about Lieutenant Eve Dallas and her husband, and they're building a... Uh, home, uh, not homeless, oh my goodness, a shelter for youth. Um, you know, youth that have either run away or had a hard life, and they're also building a school. So they hire a child psychologist to help them out with this project. And, you know, she's a really cool lady, and her brother, uh, you know, was one of these kids one, once upon a time. And he was into drugs, and he did run with the wrong crowd. And, you know, he sobered up, he did what he was supposed to do, and he made something of himself so it's, it's really inspirational and he's really happy that his sister is doing this and he wants to help and it's just a really cool thing that they're doing for their city and then the psychologist goes out with her boyfriend and she comes home and finds her brother dead with a syringe in his lap apparently having overdosed now this guy has been sober for a very long time so she thinks there's foul play and she calls the lieutenant Eve Dallas and the lieutenant agrees with her. So this is a whole investigation into the underground of New York City, which I love New York City. Have I said this? <laughs> and seeing like all the, you know, all the people, all the, I guess, shifty people in New York and trying to figure out why they killed this guy and who had something to gain by killing this guy. So this is Connections in Death and it comes out on February 5th. Yay. 
and it is by J.D. Robb. But as I said, if you have not read the series, I would suggest starting from the beginning. The first book is called Naked and Death. And you've got 47 books to read before this one. So you've got a long thing to read. I'm so sad and jealous because I wish I had 47. Stacy, do you also have a book that comes out on February 5th? I do, actually. Um, <laughs> yes. That's a theme. Yeah, so um, I, I just, in my mind, I just rearranged the order so we can all talk about books that come out on February 5th as our first book. So, yes. and this is a new to me author, so I'm going to apologize if I say her last name incorrectly. Um, the book is called The Matchmaker's List, and the author's name is Sonia Lolly. And this book looks like the most delightful type of amazing book. And I'm so excited about it. So it's about um, a woman named Raina. And she, um, according to the synopsis, is, um, is Indian. And she and her very traditional grandmother, um, she's very close to her traditional grandmother. And her grandmother, who has supported her in every other endeavor of her life, um, has decided it is time for her, the grandmother, to become the matchmaker and to find the man that Raina shall marry. And Raina isn't so thrilled about this idea of, you know, a contemporary arranged marriage, but she also doesn't want to disappoint her grandmother. She loves her and she wants to just sort of, you know, not not oppose what she's trying to do. So basically this book is about um, a series of bachelors that the grandmother has her meet and a series of blind dates gone wrong. And to me, it just looks delightful. That's all I really know about it. But again, it's called the matchmakers list and the author, the author is Sonia Lolly and the book comes out on February 5th and I can't wait to read it. That looks so good. I know it, it sounds, sounds really fun, fun. Doesn't it? I know, it yeah. Fun. Yeah. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah. I love anything with like matchmakers. And I know. And like arranged agencies. marriages. I know I do too. Yes. <laughs> Especially if they're contemporary because it's yeah. just so out of the scope of, you know, possibility. So it's yeah. cool how they can make it work for the time. Yep. So my next pick um, is completely out of the realm of possibility Aww. because it is Crown of Feathers by Nikki Pau Preto. And this is a young adult fantasy novel that involves people who ride on the backs of phoenixes. As one does. Yes. All the time. In order. (laughs) (laughs) So basically, the empire used to be ruled by two queens who were sisters. But apparently, these sisters had a terrible falling out and there was a big war And now the empire is split and it falls to one young woman to try to reunite it so many years after the split actually took place. This was recommended very highly by Kendari Blake, who writes the fantastic um, Three Dark Crown series. I've heard so many good things about it and I cannot wait to read it. It is Crown of Feathers by Nikki Pau Preto, and it comes out on February 12th. I am going to talk about the new Jane Harper book next. Ah, uh, yes. This one is a standalone, so it is not part of her Aaron Falk series. And this one 
does come out on February 5th, so we'll jump back to that date again for a second. Very popular day. And in this book, we see the Bright family. And the synopsis was kind of vague. So we know that there's three brothers, and one of them, get the impression, has disappeared into the outback and is presumed dead. And they're trying to figure out what happened to him. Um, so it's kind of a family saga type thing, and it sounds really awesome. And I just think that Jane Harper is a really cool writer. Um, her stuff is always set in Australia. And again, this is called The Lost Man, and it is by Jane Harper. It's a standalone. It comes out on February 5th. Mm-hmm. So what do you say is a family saga? Is it part of a series or it's just all by itself? No, it's a standalone because it talks about this this family going through a lot of things, I guess is why I'm calling it that. Like, it's all centered around this one specific family. I, I guess I should have said maybe a family drama as opposed to a family saga. Oh, looks good, looks good. Well, speaking of families, the next book I'm going to talk about is The Ravenals Book 5 by Lisa Kleypas. And, you know, I've already talked probably extensively about Lisa Kleypas and how much I love her wallflowers and this book is like the next generation um, the last book was about Lord St. Vincent and um, his wife's son and now we're going to talk about her, their daughter I, Evie, oh my goodness I remember her name, Jesus, I was like I can't believe I forgot her name and this book um, the daughter in this case is a widow and she has this contempt for this man who's one of the Ravenels. His name is Wes because he apparently made her husband's life miserable when they were in school. So she thinks he's a bully and he's hateful and all these things. But going to a family wedding, she meets this man and she really likes him. And the sparks just fly immediately. And after it's too late for no return, he introduces himself. And who is he? but none other than Wes Ravenel. Uh Uh-oh. And so we go on a journey with them to see if they can, you know, forget their obstacles of the past and actually make their relationship work. And I'm sure being a Lisa Kleypas book, it's going to be fun. It's going to be humorous. And we're going to see the wallflowers because my goodness, I need to see Lillian and, and Westcliff again. Okay, so this is Devil's Daughter by Lisa Kleypas. It comes out February 19th, not February 5th, unfortunately. And um, I really, really recommend them. You know, I love Lisa Kleypas, but for whatever reason, I haven't read her Ravenel series. So I have some catching up to do. Well, um, you're lucky because you have four of them. I know. So are they are they as good as like the Wallflowers or... Um, some of her other books like do we really are they interesting and fun and all the things is it all about the same family I'm assuming uh they are all the things so I'm going to bring you back to contemporary romance Landia um with the next book that I'm excited about it comes out on February 26th and it's called Unforgettable You Silver Mm -hmm. Spring book five by Brenda Novak and I think this book looks great I kind of am a sucker for like the second chance romance trope. And in this book, we have Jada who in high school fell in love with the bad boy, which is another thing that I love named Maddox and Jada and Maddox were, you know, having their little high school fling. And all of a sudden Maddox brother 
did something to Jada's brother that caused permanent injury. And out of respect to her family, Jada has now alienated Maddox and doesn't talk to him anymore. But what she didn't tell Maddox is that she was keeping a secret. Can we guess what the secret is? She was Uh, pregnant. Correct. Yes. And now it's 12 years later and Jada has returned to, um, their, their town. Um, and she has, um, with her 12 year old daughter and she returned because, um, her father has just died. So she's come back to be with the family. Well, Maddox has also returned, um, because he is going to try to make amends. And he's also, um, wanting to start some mentoring program for, um, youth in trouble. Um, and I don't know much about that, but that's what the synopsis says. So can Jada and Maddox kind of get over what happened in the past? And will Jada ever tell him about their 12 year old daughter, Maya? And can their love, can their love withstand all of the secrets? So again, that book is Unforgettable You by Brenda Novak, and it comes out on February 26th. So I have a question. Do you think that, like, our opinions on these kind of romance novels changes as we get older? I don't know. Uh, it depends. Was that something that you wouldn't have liked when you were younger or that you don't like mm-hmm. now and you liked when you were younger? Like, I your... would love that. And I'll still uh-huh. love it and I'll still read it. But I guess as you get older and the scope of possibility, I guess, shrinks as we get older. Maybe that's a bad thing. I don't know. I don't know if I would be able to forgive somebody who hid that from me, you know? You know, yeah, it seems like, you know, take the child thing out of it, because that always is a little weird to me. Um, But the the part that I'm intrigued by always is like, you know, there being the possibility of a second chance if things went wrong. Um, And, you know, I'm. I'm hot and cold on her books, to be honest, but I thought this one looked pretty good. So, um, you know, I'll have to read it and let you know what I think. I've never read, I've never read her. So now I'm going to try. <gasps> oh, she's ex- She really is a wonderful writer. I I've enjoyed many of her books. She's got some really good, um, suspense, romantic ones. suspense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine really likes her, um, Evelyn Talbot series, Yep, which starts with her darkest nightmare. Um, which I really want to read. It takes place in Alaska. I love that. It's so easy to murder in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think she's a great writer. So um, I, I think this series looks good. So I think we should, I'll try it. And then I can report back to all of my favorite um, book reading divas about whether or not I like it or not. But I, I like think it's it. going to be good. Book yeah. Divas. Yep. Book divas. That's right. Yes. Maybe we should change the name of the podcast. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> so Natalia just said it was so easy to murder in Alaska. And my next book, whereas it doesn't take place <laughs> in Alaska, um, takes place in kind of a similar place in Yukon Territory. So this is Watcher in the Woods by yes. Kelly Armstrong. And it is the fourth book in her Rockton series. And Rockton is this little, teeny, tiny, practically non-existent town that is set up in the wilderness of the Yukon Territory. And it's supposedly set up for people who are running from something. So if you're um, running from an abusive relationship or you're running from just something in your past that you need to get away from, 
you can come to Rockton if you meet like this very specific criteria. Um, Casey Duncan came to Rockton with a good friend of hers, and she is now the only police detective. Um, there's like a, a sheriff and another deputy kind of guy, but she's the only actual police detective in Rockton. And if you've read um, other books in this series, which I would recommend that you do because this won't make a lot of sense otherwise, you know that a lot of bad things happen in Rockton because like Alaska, it is very easy to murder in the Yukon <laughs> Territory. <laughs> um, I love this so, so much. It's a I very, know. very intense um, kind of romance that keeps building over time. Um, the suspense is utterly fantastic. The setting is amazing. Um, I just I can't say yes i cannot say enough good things about this this is another one that i had an early copy of and i just devoured um as i have devoured pretty much every book in this series i think this is one of kelly armstrong's strongest um collections of work so this is watcher in the woods by kelly armstrong and it is book four in the rockton series which starts all the way back with city of the lost and it comes out on february 12th can't wait I know it's such so good. a good series. My third pick is The Gentleman's Guide to Murder by Victoria Hamilton. Oh, this these murderous a- books. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. This is a Regency mystery. I think we're bloodthirsty and... just a little bit. Yes. Okay. And in this book, Sir Henry Claiborne is dead. And. Miss uh, Emmeline St. Germain is under suspicion because only moments before she was holding him at dagger point to protect a scullery maid that he thought he might have his way with. So she decides that it's up to her to solve the mystery or get charged with a crime that she didn't commit. And so the book goes on from there. This is coming out on the 8th of February. And uh, this is the first book in a series by Victoria Hamilton. Again, it is called The Gentlewoman's Guide to Murder. Hmm. I just love the title. I know. That's probably it is a good favorite. title. Such a cool title. <laughs> Such a cool title. Well, since we've been really bloodthirsty, I'll talk about some other kind of thirsty, which is romance. Yay! And um, the next book I'm going to talk about is called The Risk by L. Kenry. comes out on February 18th. And I discovered, I don't remember how I discovered L. Kennedy. It might have been like on a Goodreads list of, of books or something like that. Um, but she's known for her hockey players in a university um, setting usually. And, you know, each book is about a hockey player. And I, when I was little, I wanted to be a hockey player. So did. I'm, I know, but I loved ice skating and I'm, I was very. <laughs> Natalia, the first blind hockey player. <laughs> well, you know, blindness wasn't really a factor. Like I didn't. I know. That. Then I wanted to be a, then I wanted to be a forensics investigator. Hey, I'm not judging. When I was four, I wanted to be a bus driver. So, I mean, I really can't. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> No, that's funny. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> L. Kennedy. <laughs> the book is about the daughter of the coach 
in the hockey team and she's like super badass and you know she doesn't care what people think and she doesn't let people tell her what to do and you know she just does what she wants and she's who she wants you know girl power right but she does have a line that she won't cross which is to you know talk get together with somebody in a team playing against her dad's team so guess what's gonna happen to her (laughs) well she needs a fake boyfriend and uh, Jake Connolly is the perfect big boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, that was rude. No, no, it's funny. It's cool. I don't think it was rude at all. I think it's funny too. And um, you know, of course, he's annoying. He's arrogant. He's too attractive for his own good because you know he's like the star hockey player of his team, and he wants to beat her team. But um, you know, the sparks are gonna fly. So. We're going to have to figure out how she's going to cross this line and how she's going to, how they're eventually going to make it work, if they're going to make it work, because you know how these things go. And this is The Risk by L. Kennedy comes out on February 18th. And I promise you, I'm not doing L. Kennedy justice because I just, I'm just laughing too hard at the synopsis. But I know (laughs) she was crazy. She really is fabulous. She is so fabulous, and I, I really, really like the way she writes. I like the depth of her characters, and I like the way they fight, because, you know, I like when people argue and stuff. It kind of keeps me going. Maybe I am bloodthirsty a little bit. I don't know. I feel I like I'm... Read a... You want to read what? A great book with lots of arguing. Yes! I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel too curmudgeonly to even try, like, to read a new adult book on a college campus. Um, I don't know if it's because I worked with college students for several years or what, right. but just the thought of it makes me kind of want to, well, I don't know, stab something under my fingernails or something. So you'll have to tell me if you like this book and if you do, maybe I'll try the series, but well, I was I an know. RA um, okay. for five years. And by the time I finished being an RA, I didn't want to know anything about college students. I don't want to see them. I don't want right. to read about them. And I really enjoyed L. Kennedy and Cora Carmack. Um, okay. They're just you know, really good. And, you know, we're not, yeah, L. Kennedy and Cora Carmack. I just give them a chance. I, I think you will like them. Okay, I'll try. <clears throat> I'm really excited about this next book, but uh, to be completely transparent, I, I did not read the bestseller that this author is known for, um, but I'm, I'm excited to read this book. So the book that I'm excited about is called The Huntress by Kate Quinn. And Kate Quinn wrote The Alice Network, which I have yet to read. But the synopsis, oh, yay. Okay, I'll have to try it. The synopsis for this book just looks so interesting to me. So we have um, Nina, and Nina has always wanted to fly planes. And so she has her chance during World War II. She joins the Night Witches. um, And, you know, is that's, and I talked about the Night Witches um, because I read a book a few months ago called Daughters of the Night Sky. Um, and, and that's where I learned about the night witches. But anyway, in this book, she's one of the night witches, but she gets, um, stranded over enemy lines. So she was bombing Germany in one of her silent planes and gets stranded over enemy lines and is basically hounded and stalked by this, um, Nazi murderess called the Huntress. And through her cunning and her bravery, she is the only person to escape the clutches of the huntress. Okay, so that's Nina. Then we have Ian, who is a British war correspondent who has seen just too many horrible things. And so he has become a Nazi hunter. 
And the only person that he has yet to catch who has eluded him is this huntress. And so he joins forces with Nina to bring down this woman. But the issue with that is both of them are keeping a secret. And until they're able to let go of this secret, they're not going to capture the huntress. Then we completely jump to a different type of synopsis or different type of storyline. And we have Jordan. She's 17. She's living in post-war Boston. And she's dreaming of becoming a photographer. And she is overjoyed when her father returns home one day with his new fiance, who's a German widow. Very, very soft-spoken, right? Very Mm soft-spoken. But she begins to realize that something about this isn't quite right. And as she's beginning to kind of delve into this, um, she learns secrets about her family that I think rock the foundations of her belief system. And that's all I know about this book. So I don't know how the three of their lives will intersect with, you know, with Nina and Ian and Jordan and the Huntress, but I think it looks incredible. So that book is called The Huntress and it's by Kate Quinn and it comes out on February 26th. I cannot wait. Sounds good. Doesn't that look great? I want this I, now. Yeah. Well, I really like the Alice Network, uh-huh. but I think this sounds even better. Yeah. All right. My last pick goes so nicely with the thing that Stacy just talked about. This is The Lost Girls of Paris. Ooh, and yay. it is by Pam Jenoff. And it comes out on everyone's favorite day, February 5th. Although yes. I guess the 5th is tied with the 26th. I think so. For being yes, everyone's favorite true. day. Um, so I have read and loved so many of Jenoff's other novels that very honestly, I don't even read the synopses anymore. Sometimes I just look at the like tagline to see. And then I'm like, okay, this is mine. I want it. So she writes a lot of things that take place during World War II. Um, a couple of years ago, she came out with The Orphan's Tale, which involves the circus and World War II. Oh. And I, I loved it so, so much. But this is The Lost Girls of Paris. And all I know is that it is a dual timeline novel that involves a very small ring of female spies who disappeared at some point during the war. And one woman's attempt to kind of learn the truth about what happened to them um, like in kind of present day. And so it makes me super excited. I want it right now, but it doesn't come out till February 5th. Oh, mm. you don't have an arc. I don't. Oh. <laughs> and again, <laughs> this is The Lost Girls of Paris and it is by Pam Jenoff. And if you've never read a Pam Jenoff book, I, I think you, you need to like right now. As soon as this podcast is over. (laughs) So my last pick is The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. And this comes out on the 12th of February. By the way, the Pam Jonoff book sounds amazing. And in this book, we see a group of friends. This is okay. So what grabbed me with this was that they said for fans of Ruth Ware and Tana French. And I was just like, okay, I'm sold. (laughs) So in this book, uh, and and also this reminded me a lot of um, an unwanted guest by uh, Shari Lapina. Um, So it's also compared to like, and then they were none by Agatha Christie. So tons of really great 
comparisons here. But this group of friends from Oxford, they're all 30-something, decide to get together over the over a weekend, over a holiday weekend, uh, over Christmas break. And they go to this remote cabin in the Scottish Highlands. Two days later, one of them is dead. They're all friends, but one of them is a killer. And they're trying to figure out who did it. And this sounds so creepy and good. And I'm very, very, very excited to read it. Again, it's called The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. I kind of want this. I could read it over the weekend. Yeah. Could read it like during the blizzard that we're supposed to have. I know, right? No, thank you. It's like a perfect blizzardy book. I know. Yeah, speaking of blizzards, I wonder when the next Lisa Jackson blizzard book will come out. Oh, I don't know. I think those are done. Oh my gosh, that was so scary. Well, in my last book, we are not hunting anybody, but we're a few pages short of a novel because this is called a novella. (laughs) And I, you know, I like novellas. I don't usually talk about them, but this novella is by Molly Harper and it needs to be talked about because Molly Harper needs to be talked about. Always. This book is called A Few Pecans Short of a Pie. I hope it did a good accent. (laughs) At least good enough, like Ron, uh, Amanda Ronconi, who is the narrator of these fabulous books. And, I think um, she has you beat. Probably, <laughs> but that's why she—that's <laughs> why she's the narrator, sugar, and not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so this book is called "A Few Pecans Short of a Pie," and it's by Molly Harper, and it comes out February fifth. Happy day! Going back to that date. And this book is about Margot, who we get introduced to. Oh, on yay. The, Sorry. The first, <laughs> it's okay. It's a great book. In the first novel, which is called Sweet Tea and Sympathy, and Margot goes to the small town to find her lost, lo- long lost relatives, the McCready's, who own a bake shop <laughs> and funeral home. And I think a bakery, too. So imagine fishing, dead bodies, and fried chicken. <laughs> Wait. Uh, yes. Whoa. Yes. Fishing dead bodies, fried chicken, and you know, I thought a bakery was involved. It's it's more of a it's it's like a more of a like a, a fry shack. Um, oh, fry well, everything. Like a crab shack, maybe fry but with fried everything. Everything's like, fried. Yeah, everything. There was something that um she fried that I was like, wow, I want to try that, and I forgot what it was, but I'll remember eventually. And so she was a big time event planner, but she's liking her life in the small town, especially because she has a romance with Kyle, the school principal, and she was able to muss him up a little bit. And well, this book continues her story and he wants to make an honest woman out of her. But because she's such a wedding planner or event planner, her wedding needs to be perfect and certain circumstances are going to cause her wedding not to be perfect so she's not ready for this so you know he wants to get her down the aisle before the book ends and i guess we'll have to read it to see if he does so that's a few pecans short of a pie by molly harper and it comes out february 5th i'm excited about this i I mean i loved sweet tea and sympathy you know she just she captured like the quirkiness of this family and of this small town so well and i loved it so much but i sort of felt like I could have used a little bit more of Margot's story. I sort of felt like we were left a little dangling um, just a bit. And so yeah. I'm glad that we have this to sort of um, give us a little bit more yeah, I've, of I've that storyline. Yeah. I've been waiting for Margot's, like, conc- you know, the rest of her story. Yeah, me too. 
So the last book I'm going to talk about is California Girls by Susan Mallory. And this book really intrigued me because I love, you know, being a twin and being very, very close to my sister. I love reading books about sisters. I always have. I just, I think they're great. And so in this book, we have three sisters who live in Southern California and uh, they all, basically they all get dumped in the same week. So, I mean, that's a little coincidental, but you know, you got to have your hook somewhere. So they all get dumped in the same week. So Fanola is the first one that we learn about. And she is um, a perpetually kind of happy. um, She, um, she has an LA morning talk show, but she finds out on television that her husband has been cheating on her with some sort of pop starlet who has, uh, who has, this is the best part. I've never heard this before in my life. She has put their affair to music. What? What? Uh, Which I think is awesome. And I don't know what that means exactly. I don't know if it's dancing, if it's a song, if it's like a video with her songs in the background. I don't know. But she finds out about this on television. Yeah, I don't know. But this is, I can't wait to read this just for that. Whatever that scene's going to be, I'm excited. So then we, the next um, one, her name is Zenny. Um, and she, her favorite thing in the land is to surf. So when her boyfriend dumps her, she's like, peace out. I'm fine surfing. And, um, she's not broken up about this, but when she finds out, um, that her best friend needs her to be a surrogate, she thinks, Hey, that's fine. Like I'm, I have a, a womb that's not being used right now and I'm free and unencumbered. So she agrees to, um, to be a surrogate for her best friend. And that causes some drama within her family. Um, you know, at least one of her sisters does not agree with that choice. And then we have the mm-hmm. sister whose name is Allie, who, uh, what is said about her is she is not the tallest nor the most beautiful of the sisters. And uh, she is dumped when her, the brother of her fiance comes to let her know, and his name is Daniel, and he comes to let her know that her fiance has called off the wedding. So, uh, right. That's fancy, right? So anyway, yeah. but then this brother of the fiance named Daniel keeps hanging around for support to see if she needs anything. And so these three sisters mm-hmm. um, have to rebuild their lives and they'll do it side by side by side. And to me, this book looks like my favorite type of sort of like women's fiction, sisters, relationships. Mm-hmm. And again, this book is called California Girls by Susan Mallory, and it comes out on the 26th. Boom. So, sounds kind of like gave him the wrong finger, chose the wrong guy. You know what? I never read that. Is that Beth? Is it Harbison? Yes. Yeah, I've oh never God, read yes, that. Beth Harbison. I'll have to try that if it's if it's similar to that because this plot looks great to me. Just the, just the really last fun. plot. Just the last plot. Is similar. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that does it for us today. Thank you to Stacy, Jen, and Natalia for talking with me about February fabulousness. In the world of books, anyway. I don't know if February is fabulous in other ways, but it is with the amount of new books coming out. So um, I hope all of you have found something fantastic to look forward to. Your TBR piles hopefully have grown substantially after listening to this episode. We will be back next Friday with more bookish greatness. And of course, I will be here on Tuesday morning with your guide to new releases. If you would like to leave us a rating or a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts or whichever other platform you use to access the show. It will let us know how we're doing and it will also help other listeners to find us, which would be great. 
Um, thanks, as always, to Christine for her fantastic editing. And, of course, to all of you who have joined us on the Book Bistro journey. We appreciate it ever so much. I hope all of you have a fantastic week filled with lots of great reading. And we will talk again soon. Take care, everybody. <laughs>